Thanks for being with us. Nine degrees outside the CKNW studios. And there is some sunshine and some blue sky. A nice change from the dark and drab day that we saw for a good part of yesterday on the weather forecast for today. As uh, you likely just heard, more of what we're seeing right now. For today, we do see a chance of showers, though, but the sun and cloud mix expected to stick around. A little bit windy this morning as well, a high of 13 degrees today. Clouds, a 60% chance of showers this evening, and that turns to rain around midnight, a low of 9 degrees. You can expect showers for your Sunday as well. The wind will die off, though. And tomorrow's high is 11 degrees. As I mentioned, we are going to talk a little bit more about the framework that was signed in Vancouver at the First Minister's meeting. Marin Smith is the Executive Director with Clean Energy Canada and joins us on the line to talk a bit more about this. Marin, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what is your response to uh, the First Minister's meeting and uh, what they've come up with as far as a framework and moving forward with that? You know, I think this meeting was a good first step. It, uh, it promises to deliver a Canadian first, and that's a truly national plan to hit a climate target. You know, we've never had that in Canada before. Um, we've never had the federal government and the provinces working together uh, on a climate action plan. So this is a great first step, and it's actually a great opportunity for Canada. There's the very big, growing global clean energy economy going on. Uh, and Canada's actually losing our share of that. And so by creating a strong climate action plan nationally, we're going to actually create the conditions for Canadian businesses in the clean energy and clean, sec- clean tech sector to grow and really feed into that growing global economy and strengthen our economy here at home. Uh, not a, a lot of details coming out of, of the meeting. Uh, can't even really call it a deal. It's more a, of a declaration that, that they have signed. Uh, isn't it a little bit, I mean, here we have the ministers and the prime minister all flying to Vancouver uh, with their entourages uh, meeting here. Uh, doesn't that in itself kind of, isn't it a bit of a, a, a contradiction that we're having uh, I I can't imagine what the carbon footprint of the meeting was than to sit around, talk about this and and decide we're going to work more uh, to make clean energy a priority. We're going to work more uh, to do our part. Well, you know, I think people like me and you, we all want this to move much more quickly than it did. They got to an agreement. On the other hand, you know, the federal and provincial government have never sat around over the past decade ever and talked about climate change and how they're going to address it. So I think, you know, realistically, it's going to, there's quite a few issues that they need to work out between them. And so that's why I think this is a good beginning. But I agree with you, we need to actually get to the true action part of this. What are we going to actually do? And I think we need to focus, you know, less on carbon pricing and mechanisms like that. They're important. But there's a huge number of things we could focus on about what we're going to build, what we're going to create in Canada. You know, how many electric vehicles are we going to get on the road? How many buildings are we going to retrofit? Uh, How many windmills and solar panels are we going to be putting up? I think we could actually get agreement on those kind of things pretty quickly. And so that's why I say there's an opportunity to create a really strong clean energy strategy for Canada. And, you know, if it takes us a bit longer to figure out carbon pricing, um, let's move forward on some of these pieces. They're very tangible and they're also going to be linked to jobs for Canadians.
Uh, do you think too much uh, emphasis was placed on carbon pricing? Uh, that was uh, a big focus uh, of when the prime minister spoke after uh, the, the the framework, saying uh, he called it an essential tool, uh, one uh, one one of many tools. But there wasn't a number put forward. There certainly wasn't a, a national uh, agreement on any kind of number there. Yes. Well, it, it is one of the most effective ways uh, to reduce carbon pollution is to put a price on it. And so that's why there's a focus on it. Uh, it's a simple, easy, effective mechanism. And we've had one here in British Columbia and it's worked and we actually have the strongest economy in Canada. So, you know, we know that you can tax pollution that you don't want and it's not a job killer. It, it, it doesn't destroy your economy. But that said, it's just such a highly contentious conversation. So I think uh, that's where the controversy is, and so that's where the conversation is a bit stuck. So I think we need to move forward on that, absolutely. We need to have a national minimum price on carbon. Uh, we need all provinces to be pricing carbon. And already 80% of Canada's population has some kind of carbon pricing. So we are getting there, and we need to make sure that the price is high enough to actually have an impact um, and like I said, I think we also need to focus on the rest of the plan uh, because that's where we're going to be able to get agreement faster. And that's really going to spark the the business and the construction of this new clean energy economy. And there's lots of excitement there. There's lots of innovation and opportunities. And it's going to help build, a, a, you know, cities that are healthier cities where there's less air pollution uh, where there's more accessibility to transit, where our buildings are more comfortable because they've got better insulation. You know, so it's actually going to shift us to a better lifestyle here in North in Canada. Uh, when we talk about a plan, though, and, and I think that's where some of the criticism of this meeting comes, in that <clears throat> there doesn't seem to be a clear plan uh, emerging from this. Uh, maybe that's expecting too much from it. Uh, but we're hearing that the parties will meet again uh, in the fall and finalize the framework. Uh, it sounds like that's going to be a bit of a repeat of the meeting we just saw. Yeah, well, that will be a disappointment if we have a repeat of the meeting we just had. So I think that's you know, our challenge is to make sure that these working groups actually come up with action plans, you know, and not just come up identifying what the challenges are, but identifying what the solutions are. And like I say, making really concrete, what steps are we going to take? What are we going to build here in Canada? And things like retrofitting, retrofitting buildings, homes and commercial buildings, huge opportunity to save energy, and that's going to reduce our carbon pollution. Uh, it's also an opportunity to get the construction industry going and to create better buildings for Canadians. So let's start doing it. Uh, they did. They did this week agree to move forward on a few things like uh, electric vehicle infrastructure across the country. So that's a a good useful step to help accelerate that transition to a cleaner transportation system. Uh, even though at this point, I think it's less than 1% of the vehicles on the road that are electric vehicles, it seems like that's a bit of a, if you build it, they will come, a hopeful, hopeful thing that we're building the infrastructure, but but people aren't yet really driving these cars. Yeah, although uh, last year, the, the sales rate increased 60% in electric vehicles. And I saw a, an analogy that that's what happened when the in 1910 when the Model T Ford came out it was a 60% acceleration rate in terms of the sales uh and people thought it would take decades for the horse and buggy to leave and it took you know less than a decade so 
I think we're on the brink of electric vehicles really becoming accessible to people. The cost of batteries dropped 35% last year and is continuing to decline. And I think, you know, Nissan, Tesla, uh, Chevy, they're all targeting to have cars by 2020 that are $30,000. And that's going to be a game changer because people are interested in being part of the solution. People want to buy an electric vehicle if it can do for them, you know, what they need, if the price point makes it accessible. Uh, and so we are actually seeing an acceleration of the electric vehicle purchasing, and I think that's only going to increase. You know, just like we saw the cost of solar energy, they have dropped 80% over the last six years. Nobody predicted that. The, 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 the predictions were that was going to take us till 2030 to get to that point. Well, we've reached that point already. And I think we're going to see a similar thing with electric vehicles. With these new types of technologies, you know, people are predicting the uptake of them and they're predicting the price drops relative to what's happened in the past where, and, and, and you know, we're seeing, and we saw this with Silicon Valley and communications, the prices are dropping faster than people expected and therefore the uptake is happening faster than people expected. So on the clean energy front, last year, over a third of a trillion dollars was invested in renewable energy globally. You know, that was the best year yet, even with the price of oil so low. People thought that renewables wouldn't be able to compete, but not only did they compete, they won. You know, there was more uh, clean energy electricity, clean energy power built last year than fossil fuel power, you know, coal and gas power. And even in places like China, and we think of China as building all these coal plants. Last year, they built three times more renewable electricity than they did coal electricity and 10 times more renewable electricity than they did gas electricity. So we're really seeing a much faster uptake in some of these countries and in the developing world. All right, Marin, we'll have to leave it there, but I appreciate you coming on and, and joining us this morning. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having me and have a great day. All right. You too. That is Marin Smith, the Executive Director of Clean Energy Canada. Uh, your thoughts on this? Still a lot of debate on exactly what was accomplished at the First Minister's meeting. Would love to hear from you. You can reach the program Weekend News at cknw.com or jbennett at cknw.com. Let me know what you think. We will take one more short break before we are back to wrap up the show.